You're listening to a 95 BFM podcast. Speaking of the mothership, that is also uh, where you can catch Machine Drum, who we're going to be chatting with very, very shortly. This track is Violet. You're on the BFM Breakfast Show. This is Violet by Machine Drum featuring Kucha? Kuchka. 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 Hey, welcome, Travis. It's so lovely to have you in the studio this morning. Welcome to New Zealand. It's great to be here. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's so exciting to see you playing a couple of really cool shows. The Mothership on the 28th, then you're going to be in uh, Wellington and in Christchurch as well. Uh, And this is the song that we just listened to comes from Four Tracks, which is a recent EP of yours. But your catalogue of music is very broad. Uh, It spans quite a few different project names as well. You've been in the game for a long time. I, I think the best place to start is is right now. Mm. What What is your sort of focus or your interest or the thing that's making you really excited about m- music making at the moment? Mm. Just I, to start with a nice big one to, yeah. to kick us off. Um, I'm really digging community-driven music right now. Uh, I actually started a, a new Beat Battles uh, producer competition uh, late last year called Compo, um, and it's really brought together a lot of like-minded musicians and uh, sort of like the, the quick way of, of describing it is um, uh, setting limitations and, and rules in order to uh, fuel your creativity. Um, 
you know, for example, we'll have a beat battle where you have one hour to make a beat with like very limited samples, maybe like just a, a kick drum and a snare and right. maybe like one other sound. And uh, have the, the response has been amazing and, and seeing all these people come together to make really incredible music and kind of share how their process behind uh, making the music. So, yeah, there's there's that. And, you know, just seeing. Um, you know, YouTube and, and, and all these uh, different like producer communities um, starting to really share a lot of information, share their process. And uh, there's no longer this um, gatekeeping totally. mentality behind uh, uh, music production, which mm. was uh, such a big thing. And this like mystery behind uh, how everything was made is kind of gone. That's such a that's such a good observation. And I think um, a really lovely place that we are at where it's it is cool to be earnest again and it's cool to be really like engaged with your communities and excited by other people's music as well when you started making music because you i mean you played music basically since you were like tall enough to touch a piano pretty much so Mm. it's always been part of your life but when did like actually beat making and producing sort of filter into the scene for you um, that all happened, I think, out of necessity because I grew up in a small town uh, in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina, and I was really interested in club music and, and uh, rave music and all, all these different genres that weren't necessarily uh, popular where I uh, was growing up. Maybe it is now. I think, you know, obviously the dynamic has changed, especially with the uh, access to all kinds of different genres and, and, and influences uh, from the internet. But that was really how I got my start was early on internet uh, using IRC, mm. meeting different communities uh, uh, through through that. Because I, I wanted to have a band, basically, like, and I would play with other music, uh, local musicians and no one was really interested in making the kind of music that I yeah, uh, right. was. So I started trying to find out how to make music on my own. And there was very limited resources back then you know you couldn't go on youtube to watch a tutorial on how to make a bass sound design or whatever the (laughs) thing the thing is and um so that's what actually drew me towards uh the tracker community which was uh where i got my start uh producing or what i didn't even know what producing really was at the time but i was just make making electronic music i guess um and uh i uh was uh, spending a lot of time on channel tracks, uh, T-R-A-X, which is actually what this EP is uh, dedicated to. Totally. So if you're to, uh, you know, properly pronounce it, it's four channel tracks, but most people just are say four, four tracks because yeah. they, they wouldn't know. Um, See, this is not my world necessarily. Also, but I do know It's people, not a lot of people's world. <laughs> I was going to say, I do know a couple of people who this is very much their world, and they that is, there's something really like, super passionate and intense about the way people feel about that Mm -hmm. space and the community that's come out of it for yourself what's kind of uh i guess carrying that legacy or those ideas through particularly like when you're creating something that has this um like dedication or world about it in this Mm -hmm. in this ep particularly what what is it that you're trying to crystallize with that i think um you know in in this age of infinite possibilities uh setting parameters and and boundaries uh for your own music is really important um for me um in particular just because you know i grew up with 
severe limitations. Um, you know, uh, there, there wasn't that access to a lot of like great software at the time and uh, being able to uh, create and, and make really exciting music within those limitations has been part of my ethos, I think, mm. since the beginning. And um, so, yeah, with any new project, I, I try to come up with some type of framework um, of, of which to uh, think about uh, how I'm going to create my music uh, with uh, f for that particular project. It feels like uh, when you sort of take this from something that's come out of an internet space and put it into the real world, what is the, I mean, the internet is the real world, but I mean, the physical world, right. what does what that feel like for you as someone who makes this music, listens to this music, and also then like watches people embody it by dancing as well? What's mm -hmm. that experience like? Yeah, there there does seem to be uh, quite a uh, an, an interesting division of, of realities where you have the internet reality and the way people interact and, and consume and and uh, discover new music and celebrate it uh, in this like very quick paced form where people are just like constantly ingesting like new new music all the time and uh, maybe not even really allowing themselves to, to fully immerse themselves in mm. it um, due to you know busy lives or just the, the kind of fast paced uh uh, um, you know, it, interactions that we have uh, through social media um, kind of influences that approach to uh, listening to new music. But then you go into a club and then you see people uh, actually like that immersion experience and, and, and people that would maybe have some really lofty opinion about what someone's doing kind of like leave that yeah. uh, to the side when they're actually experiencing the music in person. But at the same time, this idea of fast paced, uh, um, consumption is kind of working its way into the type of music that people are making as well, which mm. I, uh, personally am very happy about <laughs> because for the longest time, uh, I've made very like hyperactive music, very, totally. very like fast paced, uh, high BPMs, um, and struggled to kind of find my niche, uh, especially in the States, uh, for the longest time, you know, I'd be, uh, build alongside dubstep or <laughs> yeah. all, all, all kinds of different stuff that I, I love, but my music necess wasn't necessarily translating. And now I'm starting to see a lot of, especially, uh, younger generations making very fast paced 140 to 160, 170 BPM type of music that, uh, uh, and, and really going for it and getting excited about it in the club. So, um, yeah, it just it, it fills my heart with joy. You're like, the time is now. Yes, <laughs> it's exactly. I've been waiting for this. Yes. Yeah, this is going to be a really uh, special show. What can people expect from the club night if they're if they're coming along? What's the vibe going to be? A bit of high high BPM by the sounds of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely multi-genre kind of jumping around my r most recent catalog uh playing a lot of new music as well edits of older songs um some dubs from friends uh yeah just trying to keep it vibey and 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 uplifting but uh dark at the same time yeah nice that sounds perfect uh mm -hmm. this is all happening on the 28th that's two days away at the mothership uh in tamaki makoto then you're going to be down in wellington playing meow on the 29th and at hyde in christchurch on the 1st 
of March. Thank you so much for speaking with us this morning, Travis. Machine Drum, it's been great to have you in the studio. Uh, we're going to leave with Capone, which is also from For Channel Tracks. Yes. Now that I know that's how you say that properly. <laughs> uh, so nice to chat with you. Have a great time in New Zealand. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. That was a 95BFM podcast. Support 95BFM with a B-card. Go to 95BFM.com slash sign up.